This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, it is dark and it's only 5 o'clock on a Monday, but hey, what else can we expect when this time of year is happening? But I've got a nice surprise for you. Julia's in studio and we've got one of our other My Talk family members, Stephanie Hansen here from The Weekly Dish to bring us into the last hour of this Monday evening. It's a surprise. Okay, so this was It's good. a surprise sandwich. It's a surprise sandwich. I just want to, you know, Grant, people are real grateful when you share your addiction recovery. Oh, thank you. So, Grant, I didn't know that about you. So yeah. I was very silent over here thinking, huh? Yeah, no, I uh, I had a very long struggle with pain medications. It all started out from years of manual labor and a big injury I had to my back. And I went down that dark path and went through all these horrible times where I thought I was alone. But, you know, the biggest thing is ask your doctors for help, because if you I know you think that, you know, if you have a, you don't want to go to a doctor and it seems terrible. But like what my doctor told me, he goes, you know how far you've got to the point where you can just ask for help? That is the biggest thing, just asking for help. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that people are saying mm-hmm. that, and it means the world to me. Because, I love it when we get those. Yeah. If, people uh, like you too, by the way, Stephanie. I didn't oh, mean to thanks. cut you off, Grant. They like you. No, that's all right. They like you. They do. And they kind of like me. <laughs> they love you. I'm just I'm so kidding right now. I'm so kidding right now. Um, Okay, so. Do you want to talk about cookbooks? Oh. No. All right. Do we do we want to talk? All right. Well, here's what I do want. I was just laughing. All right, here's what. Did you write a cookbook, Stephanie? I might have. Did you yeah, write you a did. cookbook? I think I might have been featured last week in the Star Tribune last Thursday. I think it was in the, ta- I, in the taste section. Yes. I because someone steals it before I get to work because we get a couple house copies <laughs> and I always true. look for that. Yeah, they wrote a cover story about all the people that wrote cookbooks during the pandemic. And like Gavin Kaysen did, Justin Sutherland did, I did, uh, Malier wrote another one. Um, yeah, a lot of people did it during the pandemic because obviously our restaurant lives were sort of shut down. Right. So what were we doing? We were writing cookbooks. Well, here's what I say about that is um, I love cookbooks. I love the pictures. I love it having it in a paper format. I hate on the internet when you go to a website and an ad pops up in the middle of it and then you have to wait for 40 seconds to get the ingredients and then there's some another. It's so disruptive in what should be joyful and I love the pictures. You are you have beautiful stories Thank about you. all your food. It's been really it's, funny to stand in grocery stores. And schlep your... Instead and of to schlep, and but s- also like hear people's perceptions and comments about how they feel about cookbooks not unlike yours oh, like i am pe- i used to love them and then they stopped making them people and- like them for the stories 
And then other people come by and say, oh, I would never use a cookbook. I just use the Internet. And then like men, a lot of men are buying cookbooks, which is I don't know why, but somewhat funny to me. And they're young men and they're cooking for their young uh, women, significant others and doing all the cooking. One of my kids is like that. Yeah. Loves to cook. And just loves it. Yeah. And they're like, they're the primary cooker, you know, mm-hmm. like, and they're looking for new ideas. Um, a lot of moms that are cooks buying things for their kids now that are getting into cooking. Right. It's I just mean, it's kind of funny. What was your first, like, I, your first cookbook that you remember? Like, every recipe in here works. Oh, for sure. For me. And that's a great question. It was the, um, um, Silver Palette Cookbook. Okay, that nineteen like and we had it. Yes, and yeah. I still think of the blueberry chicken, the olive chicken oh, one. Oh yeah, what was the chicken olive? Marbella? Yes, with chick- the prunes oh, and the almonds Heaven. and the olives. Heaven, that was really the first one too, and I still have that one. Silver Palette, yeah. Silver Palette, and the other one for me was the was the um, Byerleys at the time their cookbook. Yeah, every also a great cookbook. I for still regional. use it for my almond bars. I still use it for everything in there tastes great. Yeah. I and I can make them. Th- that's, I think for me, like my uncle is cooking through my book and he sends me pictures of things he cooks with little uh-huh. notes on it. It's really like when people send me pictures of things they've cooked out of the book and they're so proud of themselves because that feels great when you like make something and it works. Oh, and it works. And like the Martha Stewart cookbooks, I love Martha Stewart's aesthetic, but none of her recipes were good. They barely, barely worked. Really? Yeah. It was all about the show and no go. Like Ina Garten, all of her recipes work. She's so lovely. And she tests them endlessly. And she's so lovely. And there is something just, I remember... You know, sitting there and and with post-it notes and and you know trying to find recipes to cook for the family. Yeah, when for you the have week. family, yes. You know, because you have. And granted, I didn't do a lot of that, but I mean, you crocked. I, I remember I you using your crock pot. My kids hate the crock, but I mean, right now I'm sucking chili because I'll get hamburger Yum. and I I hey, chili just, is very inexpensive to make. And food right now is it's expensive. So, and, you know, yes. I'm married, by the way, so I have to cook for this other person too, and, which is new for you. Oh my gosh, I haven't lived with anyone in eight years. You know, yeah. and it's just like this whole new thing. Like buying for two is different. Oh, it's just weird. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, and, what does he like to eat? He'll eat anything, and he likes to cook too. Yeah. Um, but we just haven't had a lot of time. You know, we're we still haven't moved in. You know, December first is D Day. Oh gosh, for us. you're like um, Chloe and or not the what's the Kardashian yeah. or Travis Barker. Courtney and Travis, yeah, but yeah. we're, that's our D-Day, and, um, but we spend a, a lot of time together, but he, you know, and so he kind of asked me if he could eat something, and I'm thinking, mm, I kind of wanted that for this week, because I'll eat it for five days. He can't but, ask you if he can eat it. No, but I'm just it. saying, I'm just saying how weird this is, the weird this thought is to yeah. you, because I'll... Sharing? Yeah, I'll, Right, right. <laughs> but you make one thing, and that's I like I would eat your... it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for five days, and then it's a meal, one meal, you know, okay, okay. Wow. You know, it's just a yeah. whole different thing. Um, so I've been thinking been about that funny. for like a TV segment, or even a radio segment, like... What is something you make that you can get three distinct meals out of? Like pulled pork is an example. Well, you can, yes. So you oh, can yeah. make a pulled pork sandwich. A taco. Then you can use it like a burrito or a yes. taco filling. Yep. Then you could make like a quesadilla. 
Right. And, you know, I just had oh. pulled pork on top of nachos with barbecue sauce. Yes. Mm-hmm. With corn. That was so good. Yum. Or oh. you can make pulled pork on pizza with barbecue yes, sauce as the same. sauce. Yes. So good. Yep. So that's one. Pulled pork is kind of. And then you're mm. kind of being. I mean, everything's so expensive right now. I know. It is so, so you're expensive. you're kind of just trying to figure that's, out. That's why a lot of. I think these young men are cooking more because we're so used to going out mm. and eating out and getting these deliveries. And it's just so damn expensive that. Hey, if we're going to come home and save money, let's make this good and let's get some right? ideas. So Yeah, and you can make like a huge pot of chili for 20 bucks. Exactly. And I don't even have beans because it's the beans. I don't want it with beans. You just make it with beef? I make it with beef. I make it with veggies. A little onion. I make it with um, no worst, beans, huh? Worcestershire sauce. No yeah. beans. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bean It's guy. kind of more keto, actually. You sure. Without the beans and, you know, not a huge ton of tomato sauce, but enough. Yep. And it's pretty good. And you guys, potatoes. I mean, like mm. baked potato dinner, number one. Like making a baked potato with like five toppings. You know, you have a little bacon, a little cheese. Yes. Like, okay, oh. so you have your toppings. It sounds so good. Well, know, and I'm then hungry. we always get hungry here. You Seriously. cut that and make it into hash. So the next okay. day you like fry it up oh. and you can serve it with eggs and like have breakfast for dinner. Right. Then you can have it with like a garbanzo curry, like chickpea thing, and you serve it on top of the potatoes, the final hash, as like a stew. That sounds kind of good, but I'll never forget my first experience with hash. What? Like corned beef hash? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's I thought I was going to die. Like dog food. And I thought, why are you poisoning yeah, us, mom? For sure. Why are you making the house smell? <laughs> yes. And why do you think that, Dad would eat that. crap is going to go into our mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. I thought that was torture. I thought that was the meanest thing. I'm like, and then to put an egg on top of it. Well, we had chip beef on toast. Oh, we had that, too. Which I, was creamed I beef. I kind of like that. It's and then funny, your mom would serve it on food, toast. You know? Yeah, or oh, the tuna yeah. noodle casserole with the that, potato though. chips on the top. Oh, that no, was good. That was a good. That's just flat out good. That's good. I don't know. I remember it being like spackling. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, hash was that for me. Like Oh, little corned beef hash? And it came in that weird red can. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, I love taking like making hash with the leftover. If you have like a roast beef or something and you make it not with the corned beef, but you make it with like a breakfast hash, put some onions and potatoes yeah. in and there that and Duluth bake it. grill that makes hash with sweet potatoes, potatoes and beets oh. and onions. Oh. And that is a great restaurant. It's just a great it's hash. It's a great one. It's it... called red flannel hash. You can find the recipe online. It's that really good. sounds good. That sounds really good. Yeah. Okay. And it's just potatoes. But you're right. What can you extend? You know, and like meatloaf yes. is another one. I love meatloaf. Oh, good like meatloaf sandwich. The best. The meatloaf. Passionate for meatloaf. Someone wanted to ask me the other day, what can I use instead of breadcrumbs and meatloaf? And I was like, potato buds, rice, soda crackers. but they didn't want to use gluten. Ooh, oh, okay. Like you can use rice yeah. as a filler for, or well, even potatoes. I put rice, rice in my be, sloppy joes. Right. It would be like a just stuffed a pepper. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yum. Just so good. All right. Obviously we're hungry. <laughs> we're hungry. <laughs> that, was, that was food is us. You know, and I saw this morning, um, I think Shane Wells was out at Psycho Susie's because uh-huh. they have all of their holiday. Their dec- holiday stuff is up I've for never, Mary's bar. I've never been to it. Is it just lovely? Is it fun? It is fun. Yeah. I, I think you should stick to the drinks. Yeah. And have a really fun time. Right. And it's fun. Because Can Can Wonderland, you know, the indoor miniature golf, they always have the holiday stuff up and all year round. And that's fun, too. Yep. yep. Kind of just some different places, because now it's getting dark early, and where are we going to go have fun indoors? Glow starts up at CHS Field here in November, uh, right around Thanksgiving, I believe. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's a fun one. And, you know, Miracle at Big Rock, do you know about that place? 
now oh. over in uh, it's over in Wisconsin. Is it Saint Croix Falls? Oh, because Taylor Falls is the Minnesota side, right? right Saint Croix right, Falls right. is the Wisconsin side. It is a farm that is all decked out in lights, and you can rent yurts and spend the night. You can um, get like a private uh, igloo. Cool. There's a full bar, and the lights are just fantastic. There's like two Miracle million lights or something. Rock. I'm Miracle gonna I'm gonna rock. link this up to the Low J Show page. Right, this is it. worth it's looking fun. at. Oh, this is, is cool. it? Yeah, oh, it's really fun. cool. All right, we are so late. Yeah. All right, it is time for the Dirt Alert. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what do you have for us today? Oh, well, uh, Julia, Stephanie Hansen, we're going to start with the sad story from over the weekend. That is the death of singer Aaron Carter at the age of 34. Yeah, we are learning some details about the scene in Lancaster, California, where Aaron, Aaron Carter was found dead in his home. Now, according to TMZ, they found compressed air cans, they being the police, and also pill boxes at the scene he had oh. said that he was addicted to huffing before yes, yes that's that's just so sad and tragic yeah yeah and he had been pretty open about uh his substance abuse issues and he said you know to your point stephanie that he began huffing when he was about 16 years old so wow. yeah this sad story um did you guys realize that what he has tattooed on the side of his face or had tattooed on the side of his face was rihanna's cover from gq with the Medusa snakes. Was that what that was? Yeah. From so long ago? Uh-huh. Oh, weird. That was what was tattooed on I his face. I saw Love Under One Eye. Yeah. As a, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was his last album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, a source is talking to People Magazine today and said that Aaron Carter never really dealt with a lot of trauma in his life, uh, specifically from the death of his sister, who died at age 25 from an overdose back in 2012, and his dad, Robert, who passed away at the age of 65 in 2017 after yeah. an alleged heart attack. Super they sad. seem like they had a messed up life, that yep. family. Yeah, there was a mm-hmm. lot going on with the Carters, and there was a reality series. Oh. Stephanie watched I was it. Saying, it made your stomach hurt. Yeah, it was a lot. Yep. Uh huh. It was just like watching the Whitney Houston family. Oh, right. Remember that show oh, on Bravo? We couldn't, we couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, it, people... It was being Bobby Brown. Yes, that's right. Stephanie. Yep. Yep. Made your stomach hurt. Oh, I couldn't. It was so painful. Oh, yeah. So that's the latest development on Aaron Carter this afternoon. Let's move on to the Oscars because it's never too early to talk about next year's Academy Awards ceremony. I like this news. Jimmy Kimmel announced by the Academy and ABC to return as host for the next Oscars, which are set to air on March 12th. Your thoughts, please. Oh, I think it's wonderful. Listen, he did it in 2017, 2018. He's good. He'll be fine. He's he's yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, and after... I like having a host, and I think it's good that they just had it's one. It's a safe choice. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's a company guy, of course. Yep. He hosts uh, ABC's Late Night Show. And so it's kind of a synergistic moment for the telecast and for ABC. Yeah, it, you know, the past couple of years, it seems like the Academy has been experimenting with formats, you know, whether by force because of the pandemic or just for trying to see where award shows will go in the 21st century. Yeah, it almost almost feels a little bit like we don't know like what's happening with the word shows, but all this stuff we have tried isn't really working for us. So we're just going to go back to doing what we do. Yeah. And have it be a fun, entertaining night where they may. Yep. Exactly. There you go. That's what the Oscars are doing. Ryan Seacrest cashed in. He sold his Beverly Hills estate for $51 million. It's beautiful. It is. I've been looking at the pictures. Oh, um, he brought it from Ellen DeGeneres mm-hmm. and it's just gorgeous. You know, um, the new um, selling Beverly Hills started this weekend on Netflix with Kyle um, Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills husband. Uh, Mauricio. 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 Yes. And his two daughters. Did you either of you? Holly, did you? Peek no, at but it? I think I would like it. No. So this is different than selling Sunset. Right. It's not as. um it's the family, and it's um, his. His is called the agency, and it's kind of interesting. He's so he's got an older daughter that's like thirty two, and his younger daughter is twenty five, and she's trying to get in the business, and she's kind of not ready. But he's she's such a daddy girl. It's just kind of funny. But the properties, oh my word! I bet I would like this. What's I the name just, of the show again? It's called Selling Beverly Hills. Okay, and it's on Netflix. All right. Fabulous. Well, maybe one of the houses that you get to peek at is this compound that Ryan Seacrest just sold. Now, he put it back on the market back in November of 2020. He asked $85 million for it, didn't sell, then dropped the price for $69 million. Then somebody got this bargain for $50 million. It's There's five structures set between water and gardens. The main house is 9,000 square feet, four bedrooms, six bath, a gourmet chef's kitchen with an opening to an outdoor pizza oven. I'm telling you, this is the cool thing about homes in L.A. Because there is so much money there, we really peek into these homes that are so outrageous. It's fun. It's different. I like that. It sounds like a rehab center made a maybe bought it. Well, this one, (laughs) this one he bought in 2012 for like 23,000. Or $36 million, yeah. And then yeah. sold it for 51 Gosh. Yeah. I mean, somebody could buy this and probably get it zoned for commercial use. Yeah. It's it seems that big. gigantic. Yeah. Wow. It, <sighs> that's what we can do with our lottery winnings, Julia. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Until 9 o'clock tonight, Yes, friends. we do. Oh, to get our Powerball tickets? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Guess who's stopping at the gas station tonight? You are well, not I know. alone. <laughs> I know. Uh, Everyone else is, too. Yay! We're all going to... We have a better chance of being hit by lightning or bitten by a shark. The okay. odds the odds are in our favor for those two things to happen before we win. Wow. <laughs> they said that this morning on Good Morning America. But like, someone's got to win. Why couldn't I'm, it be us? Same. And why can't we share it with some people? Why can't people have... Lottery pools. Well, yeah, I feel like same, that's just trouble waiting to happen. Or the same combination of yes. numbers is hit by a hundred people. Oh my gosh! Well, but that would make me mad because oh, I'd have to share. I would yep. want I, that. Like kind of money sounds scary. Oh, 
that's the beginning of a Dateline episode or a limited series produced by Ryan Murphy. There you go. <laughs> and speaking of, Monster has been renewed for two more seasons over at Netflix. Now, that is the anthology series that is the basis for Monster, which that show technically is called Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer so story. So is he just going to pick different people that have done horrific things each year? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got an Ed Gein episode coming up. That's the guy that made lampshades out of skin. It puts the lotion on her skin or it gets the hose again. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. That is just That's so... James Gum. Oh my god. Different gosh. guys, Different same guys. Crime. Same Wild <laughs> horses. Um so the watcher, Ryan Murphy's other hit show this fall, has been renewed for a second season. So you know, Ryan either. Murphy has a thing and he does it well. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's not always my thing, but what he does, he does well. Yeah. And quite uh, quite frankly, lots of people are watching that over on the old Netflix. Yeah, that Dahmer series made my stomach hurt. I, I keep saying it. the things no. that make my stomach hurt, but I watched no. two episodes and I had to tap out. No, I did 20 minutes. Nope. Oh. I already know the story. I don't want to hear it's that It's too one. much in your head. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's uh, go over to Disney Plus because they're not going to have a, Def- a Jeffrey Dahmer uh, series over there. What they are having is Lin-Manuel Miranda. He has been cast in a new Disney Plus series based off of Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson All and the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Did your son read oh, those books? Oh, my kids read those. The Olympians. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to play Hermes, the Greek god. Love it. Yes. All Love right. it. A little happier than a serial killer program. I, <laughs> Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. All right. We'll be back, and we're going to find out horizontal refreshments, anyone? Mm-hmm. We'll tell you. We'll be back. <laughs> That's a great tease. Okay. I have no idea what that is, but I love it. All right, everybody. What is horizontal refreshments? Horizontal refreshments. Mm-hmm. This is always... Okay, when I'm on the show on Mondays... It is a very uncomfortable time for me. Today's going to be easy. Okay, because you know I don't like sex words. I don't like the calling the parts the parts. We're not going to do any of that today. Okay. I just thought this is kind of a fun 19th century slang for sex. Horizontal refreshments. And you could text, you know, honey, you want to come home for some horizontal refreshments? I think it's kind of cute. Yeah, that's a fun I think it's kind of a cute little name. It is cute. Horizontal horizontal refreshments. Okay, so here's just, we have just a smorgasbord. Okay? I like smorgasbord. It's a smorgasbord of sex talk today. So here are some petty relationship killers. But I also think they're small, they're quirky, but they could come, they could become bigger over time. Toenail clipping in bed. Oh, well, that is flat out unacceptable. Yeah, yes. no. No, Who no, would ever no. even do that? Okay, someone in my family who shall remain nameless, <laughs> maybe left a pile of toenail shavings on his nightstand. Okay, that's just, <laughs> that's foul. No. Nope. I, I was like, Mm-mm. um, who do you think's picking these up? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> just that- because I wasn't here doesn't mean I didn't catch you. Okay, that is not even petty. It was a lot. That is a lot was to a ask. Lot. He did remove them. That is a lot to ask. And but we know, we know who this person whose name we aren't saying. No. Okay, here's one. <laughs> Um, basically Netflix incompatibility, but basically television watching incompatibility. Yeah, you cannot cheat on your spouse and watch the Great British Bake Off ahead of them. I love that. We have a rule. (laughs) We have to watch together. I can watch Shantaram alone. (gasps) That is so hard to keep up on. (sighs) I like that show, actually. Love it. 
Jeff Love always it. wants to watch it, and I'm like, I can't think that much tonight. Can't you just look at Charlie Hunnam and oh, just I'm, be happy? Yes. I, it's a lot. I have to do Wordle doing it. I have to do a lot of things because I just, it's so long. But yes, so this is a thing. That's so, the beauty of a show. You can sit down and escape not having to do other things, you know. There's a lot of shows, but, though. But that, if you really never agreed, I mean, it would be We like, don't agree a lot. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah. We agree on everything because we're newlyweds. Yeah. So every whatever you want, honey, Cute. except for Chantour, you yeah. know. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, that's a weekend show, so we can really get into it. Because during the weeknight, I don't want to think that hard. Like some shows, like you have to think because you have to put the story plot well, Game together. Game of Thrones, House of Dragons. I felt you like had you to had think. to think. Yeah, you kind of did. But I, Chantour is an hour and ten minutes. It feels long to me. I don't know what it is. All right, next one. Being bad at sharing. <laughs> I give you me with meals right now. I'm just learning oh. how to share my space, my food, my schedule, um, my garage. So it's just kind of you have to learn, you know, as a person, because I've been an independent solo meal pretty much for eight years. I've had relationships with nothing, moving in stuff. And so this is something I'm learning how to do. Well, and like single uh, only children have a hard time sharing food in general. Oh, Okay. Like my daughter is the only child and she won't share her food with you. Really? really? No. And I'm the really opposite. Oh, I'm, really? I'm the opposite. I'm an only child who shared too much because I wanted to always have like a the, friend a or friend. a brother or someone. Oh, that's the cute. exact opposite of me. I see that in you. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, hey, can you. I have this? Let's hang yeah. or can you have this? Let's hang out. I love that. Yeah. I don't mind it at all, except for I just when you make some I I just have to get used to like portions are different. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I make something and think it'll last way longer than it does. Yes. And it's a man, Julia. Like, I, who's going to eat twice as much? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is all new. All right. But I am not saying I don't love it. Missing social clues. Like, if you're going to parties and they're awkward, if you have to have an argument after every party, you know, like, oh. Can I just say something kind of unkind, maybe, too? Please. Oh, please. It's it, that like the shavings of the nails weren't unkind. Well, Whatever. that okay. he deserved. But this is going to be new. That he deserved. He deserved no, that. No, as you age, you become more of yourself. So whatever your traits or quirks or weirdnesses are, they become magnified. Okay. So if you're sort of awkward at parties or you're that person that says the weird stuff, and believe me, I've been there once or twice, <laughs> you do more of that. <laughs> And it's as a spouse of both me, because he has to, I yep. do weird stuff yep. and he has to be like, oh my gosh, there's my weird wife. Yep. And same, same. It's like, it's more magnified. It used to be like something you could just be like when you get in the car on the way home and you're like, whoa, when you said blah, blah, blah. Right. But like now we're just so into becoming more of who we are and it's getting to be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. And with his friends too. Interesting. You know? Yes. Like and maybe my friends too. Like yeah. you get more stuck in your ways against And you just say stuff like yeah. I'll give you an example. Went to a friend's house, they did some remodeling, they had a beautiful new rug in their living room, and I said, Wow, this is a great rug. I'm worried though it's gonna get so dirty. In the middle of the living room? Yes, because okay, the rug white? was white and yellow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And 
the person's husband who picked out the rug heard me and was very offended. Oh, please get over it. And I, that's exactly what my response. I'm used to having a dog and I'm used to having, I just said, you know, I just don't want your pretty rug to get dirty. So then a few weeks later in a text exchange, the person who was the husband who had picked out the rug said, well, you don't want it to get dirty. And I was like, oh my God, three oh. weeks later, you're still thinking about the stupid rug comment? Come on. Right. Who cares? But that's, I'm just saying, like, people are getting more sensitive in, and more in their own ways. Stubborn in their ways. 100%. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the last one food incompatibility. Oh, I do not have that. Like, I couldn't have that. You would be out like on you your rump. Go, you can't go with the flow. You can't go to any restaurant. You well, have to go here. You true. have to go there. Kurt can only eat cheeseburgers, but I still love them, and I eat the cheeseburgers. <laughs> he, he can't eat a lot of stuff. I love it. He's got all the allergies. I know. And he thinks sometimes that I'm poisoning him. <laughs> well, you, we've talked about this. I, you I'm are. like, look, you, you can look at this container of mustard that I use. It doesn't have anything in it. That's hysterical. Yeah, he has to check the ingredients of things when I make like a sauce or something. Well, just wait. Like, to your own words, give it another five years. He'll check every ingredient and measure every You're one. You're so right, Grant. <laughs> and I should just put him out on the counter and go, here's the five things I used right? in this sauce. Exactly. Just go ahead and look so we can eat and you don't have to be upset all night. <laughs> oh, Is he good. kidding you a little when he's doing this? Because no, he's so funny. Cause... He's quirky. He's so cute and funny. I mean, Kurt is so That's cute one and funny. That's one call it. You know he is. I think he's so funny and he dry. Funny. I feel like he'd be razzing you a little bit, too. Now, you're not going to try to kill me with this one, no, are you? No, it's not really. What happens is he gets jiggly legs when he gets poisoned by certain types of foods. Mm-hmm. Oh, he gets the so restless legs like syndrome? Dying. Right. He just gets jiggly legs and can't sleep for three days, which is the equivalent, I suppose. Of death. Sometimes. For a man who For can't man. sleep. Oh, God, so funny. All right, did Will there. That was great. That was yeah, a great sex Yeah, that was Monday. a lot of sharing. That was... That was good. It was a PG-13 sex Monday, too. It was easy. It I was didn't nice. have to say the words once. We didn't. No. We made it. Lori You're okay. Lori didn't look at me with those eyes like, huh? Huh? Oh, these two razz each other because they have the, the same... The pickup lines are always so uncomfortable. Oh, no, these two. <laughs> these two go at it, and I just sit there like, oh, I'm Pollyanna over here. Yeah, you All right, listen. Keep us in line. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for making me not have to say the word penis. Oh, you're welcome. Listen, anything I can do for you. Okay, so TV show ruts. We're getting dark again. Um, What are we going to watch again? Can I ask you a question about that? If you have to choose, because they're trying to legislate in some states about darkness and light and daylight savings. Don't you? Here's where I'm sitting. I don't want it to be dark at four o'clock. No. But you know what? I also don't want it to be dark at eight o'clock in the summer. I like a nine thirty sunny night. Oh, I, I love too. it. So if you had to pick, because it's nice to wake up when it's sort of light. I gotta be honest, I love the late sunshine. Me too. Me too. And I thought I would be all for not changing it, but really when we live with such little warm weather, I love a nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Me I too. love it. I get more done. I just feel like I have to go home and relax when it's dark like that. Well, like, seriously. So we drive home tonight. No. 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 But but, but in the middle of of the summer, I could go home and I could work outside for three hours. And and go boating and go do do late night stuff. Yes. But now I I just with you, friends. And I feel like because of our climate here, I hope that we stay you know, with our time zone. I like the I like the light late nights. Yeah, me too. 
So with the new other thing, it would just always be late till eight o'clock, eight ish, and Every then night it of the would year? also be yes, and then it would also be darker in the morning in the summer months. So you know how you wake up and five o'clock the sun rises. No, I don't like it for our zone, <clears throat> for our time zone. Yeah, and our climate. I hate this now, though. I know. I mean, what do we do? But it doesn't last as long. No, it doesn't. We set it so that yeah. it, we start earlier. I want. All right, so that's what we're going to run for. Yeah, we're going to. That's right. our platform, that's our Julia. Platform. We're running that's on what, no daylight savings. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Our right, TV. Just a quick update. Grant watched a couple of things he couldn't stand, and he's going to give us oh, a heads Grant, up. On let's him. hear it. Well, I watched Blockbuster on Netflix, which, which I, was, I wanted to watch. I know, and I was real excited about it because it has a real like throwback feel, and it's all about the last final Blockbuster store. But it is a just. I stopped after two episodes. All right, so we don't have to do that. You do not have Thank to do that. Thank you for saving us. And the other one, I'm just looking up what the name of it was because it was so bad. It was on Apple Plus. It's Jennifer Lawrence's new show. Oh, it's called Don't Not Don't Look Up, but no. something Casualty. Oh. Yes. Yes. Casualties. It, yes, it was. Just, I was gonna watch it. And it was it. terrible. Uh, I'm so too, glad. It's too much of a drama for me. Oh, I, it's Casway. Causeway. 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 Causeway, and it's just it's it's a lot of navel gazing. Yeah, very slow, very a lot of drama. Was All it? Right. But I mean, people are liking it. It's getting eighty six on Rotten Tomatoes. Lily and I turned it off, but but Blockbuster was supposed to. It looked so great. It did look good, and it just didn't if, deliver. If anyone watched Weird Al on Roku, call us at six five one six four one one zero seven one. I want to hear a review. I'd love to hear a review. We, I want to remind people again, because Stephanie hasn't watched The Offer yet, Grant. Oh, yeah. On nope. Paramount Plus, which should have been nominated for everything. That was really good. It's the making of The Godfather, which I don't care about that much, but nope. this is the best show. Yeah. I'm also confused. Does anyone know, is The Handmaid's Tale over now? I don't think so. I think there's one more season. And are you still in it? I, I am. I quit at four. Was the last, I just want to know, like, was the episode I just watched the end? Because I think it might have been, but it was a very unsatisfying ending. I don't think it's over. Okay. Another, I don't, let's look at that up. I don't know, but someone just said, you're so right. People are over Martha's cookbooks too. We're going back to five o'clock conversation. None of her books work. Not one recipe. No, they don't. But they look great. They look pretty. And the and magazine Jesus, is gorgeous. I love Ina Gartner. And Yeah. You know I what? cried watching her on 60 Minutes. She was so good with her I hobby. Just cried. They're so delightful. I just cried. I thought, They're okay, so this is a woman who just Stephanie, makes you feel warm. Stephanie, what's the name warm. of your cookbook? True North Cabin Cookbook. Thank you. Find it everywhere. For Lisa, who wants to know, and are the recipes easy? Yes. Easy, but delicious. Okay. That's Ina Garten said, uh, simple recipes you can make at home that will be very delicious and that you'll want to eat. True North Cookbook. True North Cabin Cookbook. Okay. Oh. True North Cabin. Cabin part. Cabin, C-A-B, cookbook. Okay, and it's easy. Yes. Okay? Not hard. Like, you know, there are easy recipes you can make. I'm not going to ask you how to spell delicious. I'm going to Ely this weekend to do a book signing and oh. to Duluth to do a book signing. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's always kind of funny. Where are you doing it in Duluth? Fitker's Bookstore. Oh, And that'll I love be that Saturday place. late afternoon. I'll leave after so the radio cute. show. That's a cute place. Yeah, and then Sunday at Paragus up in Ely. It's fun to go home to the where I wrote it, you know, and all the people up there. 
Here's me trying to respond and do the show as I'm responding. Well, that happens. To your lady, I about do your that cookbook. when I'm Stephanie March. Sometimes is saying things, and then no, I realize, oh, I haven't listened. So to we a did word get she said. we did get a call from Brenda who said that she only made it 20 minutes into the Weird Al movie. Really? But that might be it. Was it's 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 one of those it, he's playing on himself. Remember, so right. it's going to be as over the top as possible. But she did not make it more than 20 minutes. But she did want to recommend Inside Man on Netflix with Stanley Tucci. Oh, I've wanted to watch. That. She said it was fantastic. Okay, okay. It, so. There's four man. episodes, like and he's Stanley in prison. Tucci. I think. Yes. Okay, Inside Man. Thank you. That's a good one. Um, also, you guys, Feeding Phil. Are you watching that? What Somebody is that? feed Phil. What? Is, what? Is, well, it's a is food this on thing. TLC? No, it's the guy that was the producer for Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, and he's also in Sports yes, Grant. Yes, I don't yes. know what he does, but Phil Rosenstein or yes. Rosenstahl, and he. Eats. He just goes to cool places and he eats. And he has an episode this season on Croatia. And he sails to these islands and eats the like Croatian food. And it is exactly what it feels like to have sailed and be in Croatia in his episode. Like, I can feel it. I can taste it. I've been to the places he's at. And it just really gives you a sense of what it feels like to be in Croatia if that's a destination you're interested in. Okay, because I have someone who's going and I said they should contact you. Yes. Um, big time to do that. What? Okay, so someone feed Phil. Great baking show, whatever that is. What great, is it? Great British Bake Off. Okay, so I'm I'm a little behind this season, but they made something that my mom used to always make, and we kind of grew up with the loaves with the with the like egg salad on one layer, the salmon salad on yes. another layer. Tureens, tureens, but they call it a snoofin's river. <laughs> a snoofinloaf. It's a snoofinloaf. <laughs> Did you see that episode yet? Not yet. Oh. Because it's probably the one that we haven't watched yet together. It's so cute. I mean, but remember when, and they'd frost it with this cream Cream cheese. Yes. Kind of frosting. Yes. It was like an olive layer. Yes. And my mother made these. I mean, I love these loaves. I want to bring those back. Let's bring back the loaf. Remember how good the loaf was? Yeah. Yeah. Grant, you probably never grew up with this, but you would have, it was like, a cake, but it was it was savory. bread, it was and bread then it would have egg fillings. salad, and then bread, and, and, tuna salad, and tuna salad, and bread. Yep. And my oh. mom's thing was a salmon loaf, you know, and then it would have dill sprigs around the outside of through the white frosting of cream cheese. Yum, salmon Sounds loaf. Good. What do you think about cream cheese on boards? You know, we've had the charcuterie, then the butter. I think I came up cream with cheese. it actually because it's go. I did on Jason's show like a month ago. I did butter I board, saw you. hummus board, and goat cheese board. Oh, I love the butter board. That would be amazing. The goat cheese board is pretty good too, and hummus actually as well. I oh. love that. You basically, the, you just take a board and you just put food on it. Yes, but I'm going to give you a way to do it that's more sanitary because okay. some people freak out about yes. the sharing part. <laughs> you know, in like uh, I know they have them at Kowalski's. They're those big. Like late sheets of focaccia that are like bread, right? Yes, yes, And yes. so you make that the board. So you put your hummus on top of that or your butter on top of that. And that way, if you're in a group setting, you could cut it or you could pull a piece off, but you're not like putting your oh. bread in other people's bread, but you have it on the <laughs> bread already. Got it. So you make the board on the bread, if that makes sense. Yeah. It totally makes sense. It's delicious. Oh, my gosh. I'm very excited about lots of things coming up with food. I mean, come on. We're getting ready for the feast. Feast day. What are you going to do for feast day? Are you going to cook a big turkey? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, you mean Thanksgiving? 
I'm like, which one is that? I'm thinking of All Saints. I'm trying to think of which no, days. No, just the big, I'm thinking, I'm the big American the one coming one. up. Yeah, that's oh, All Saints. Christopher Columbus, okay, Julia. I always am part of the cooking because we go to Montana and we, you know, brine the turkey yes. and make the pies and yes. do everything. I'm I'm always a part of that. I love it. We have uh, we have little people again, so we have babies that have been born and new babies to hold. I'm glad and you pies clarified with the babies there. I got lost for a second. We have new people around or little people around. I'm like, what do you what do you mean here? We got little, little new little, little babies. My brothers got married and had babies, and there's Toddlers. more people. How nice. much fun is that? And like seven dogs. Oh yes. And my dog Stanley is probably the worst behaved because he's the biggest and he's only ten months. I was gonna say, did you got a new dog? He I did. did. He's a he's a big glumping yes mix of like nine things. I and love it. Just very large. I'm glad. Lovable, but I'm large. glad you got another dog. Good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I did. I got him a dog like less than a week after my I old dog died. I was I so sad. See, there. Yep. And it's a big one. Didn't you have a small dog prior? To? She was, he was she was medium. Okay. Yeah, Stanley though was supposed to be a medium-sized dog that oh. loved the water and was a lab mix. And he does have some lab in him, but he hates the water. He has no fur. He's going to be probably a dog that's going to need a sweater. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm very upset. Oh my gosh. About like what am I going to do if this dog won't go outside and go to the bathroom without a sweater on? It's a possibility. That's a that's a he's a little prickly. That's a demanding dog. I know. Thank I know. you so much. Thank you so much Super for sitting to in today. On. Yeah. Have a good day, you guys. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.